you are listening to binu peniyal cavenomics.com www.cavenomics.com a podcast reaching the unreached and serving the underserved welcome to christ centered positive motivational innovative leadership weekly conversation this is a listener supported podcast today i have a love to talk to you about light from the west what the eastern church can learn from the western church church in the east has a very rich heritage of practice religion philosophical rootedness and historical foundations the formation of the beliefs doctrines and faiths come to existence within the counterculture moments the church in the east understands the spiritual truth much better because they are in the battleground with the truth reason and traditions of other beliefs and systems even though there are many things that we can learn from the east the biblical expositions or exegesis mostly leads us to eastern way of thinking or the eastern way of interpretation to know the deeper truth of the word of god Recently I also happened to watch one of the video from my friend called Light from the East. He was uh, bringing my personal tradition called Saint Thomas traditions and its influence to the global Christianity. Living in the western world for the last half a decade or more, I realized the following fundamental truth about the way the religion is lived out every day. When I refer to faith and religion I often refer to Christianity and the Christian way of life and thinking The following are my personal way world view or viewpoint and I welcome your feedback and opinions The west influences the world in many forms The following are some of the way we can understand and collaborate between the eastern church and the western church even though there are many other issues uh, currently facing uh, in the western church my focus or uh, focal point today is to to uh, for eastern thinkers or people in my in my in my network to learn few things from the western church the first thing i would love to talk to you about is western world create god at the center not always necessarily eastern way of thinking for the existence of god the existence of e- devil or evil is not a necessity for the existence of the creator a creation is not a necessity in order to create god at the center you don't have to create evil or devil anywhere i have attended hundreds of worship services in the western world without mentioning the word or the term devil or satan even once in the eastern church on the eastern world on the contrary i have attended one christian worship service with a mention of devil more than the mention of god even some context it is more than hundreds of times devil is an attention seeker you know as a behavioral um, uh, psychotherapist 
I can understand the behavioral problems. You know, especially the children face. And um, we deal a lot with the issues of attention deficit. If he is not getting, or if the devil is not getting in a positive way, I'm sure he would love to get it in a negative way. Do you give him what he asks for? Get out of the game the church is in. This is not the plan of God for your life. Never again mention the name Satan or the evil or devil in your gathering of worship. Glory and honor to Yahweh and Yahweh him alone. Make your life, your home, your church holy. And one of the ways to do that is through ignoring the presence of evil in the world and mentioning intentionally the presence of God in the world. Do you see the presence of God more or presence of evil in the world? Everywhere you look at, every aspect of our life, we have the touch and the hand of God resembling or projecting. Hallelujah. What a glorious thing to see it and praise God. The aspect of fear, that's the second thing I want to talk to you. The aspect of fear and the fear of God are not same. Fear of God and the fear of devil is not binary opposite. Fear of God comes through your respect and reverence and not out of fear of punishment. Pleasing God is not, the, not a fundamental way to understand Christian religion. Christian religion can only be understood from a relationship standpoint. Jesus calls us friends. In the Eastern understanding, the fear of evil or gods come as a matter of pleasing the evil power. You respect the muscle man and give him the homage to keep him out of your way, to do what you wanted to do in many contexts or in its territory. No one can understand or no one can stand against God. No one can understand the ways of God. You know, the word of God says, every knee shall bow, every tongue confess, Jesus Christ is Lord. The name of Yeshua is the most powerful name. So it is not two equal powers. It is a power between the weak and the powerful. Between the comparable and the incomparable. It is a battle that is already won. There is no such a battle in the world. We, we just fight in the battle that is already won by Yeshua. The Christ Jesus. So the aspect of fear and the fear of God are not binary opposite. We are not trying to please God in doing things. We are co-heirs with God, Jesus Christ. We are the children of God. Even our child don't please us at every moment. The child is my child. It is not going to change. The third thing I want to talk to you about is from defensive mode to strategic mode. Mission is often understood by the Western Church as a strategy. 
the way of life in the western world also can be understood as a strategy for our everything there is a strategy we can understand this from a parenting framework i had a i had a clients i had a client whom i work with uh, are in the defensive mode defensive mode is when we are overactive when we fight or fight response that is triggered by a threat which result in forfeit our higher human functioning in other words defensive mode can make you paralyzed or a cognitive shutdown uh, because you know when we are in defensive mode the blood flow to our brain is restricted this is also the same reason when people are in defensive mode they commit crime otherwise they don't do it the overall mental capacity is dysfunctional when a person is in defensive mode the constant terror will not motivate our positive relationships all we know when we are terrorized is fear and discomfort i would take to i would like to ask this question how the church of jesus christ is living and moving and conducting its mission in a defensive mode on the contrary the strategic mode let's talk about that strategic mode is a shared principle based decisions or plan of action that drives the spirit and motivation there are many derivatives connected with this term like strategic relationship strategic partnership strategic influence strategic information strategic intent leadership goal marketing plan group analysis cost agility time alignment balance asset behavior change contingencies control decisions directions fit drive human resource management implementation finance objective etc and etc world leaders won many wars not based on their power but based on their strategies there is more time needed for planning than executing in the eastern church i think we are more of here and now there is no much planning taken place especially in the charismatic and pentecostal and the new church traditions your significance of success is based on your strategic perspective this will help one to consider past present and future objectives one of my mentor used to say this especially dr alexi george you can spread the gunpowder on a platform and fire it and the effect will be very minimal with the same gunpowder you can litter in a pistol and fire it and the person will die or the targeted object will be destroyed the strategic perspective formulated by strategic thinkers puts information into its proper context this is what is expected in our mission field you know i was talking with a friend of mine recently who is going to africa as a medical doctor as he is going to go there and he already went a couple of time visiting that place now he is taking he is selling his home is 
moving completely for a long term to be in Africa. What he is planning to do is that German is actually the language spoken there. So he is going to go to Germany for a year long. Stay there and study German first hand. So when he go there he will be more useful. What a idea, what a strategy. Can we see mission field in that framework? Let me go on. The next thing I want to talk to you about religious fanaticism and conservative faith are not equals. When we live in the eastern context we misunderstand the word fanaticism and fundamentalism or conservative faith. Religious fundamentalism is the uncritical obsessive irrational enthusiasm rooted in one's own faith. Fundamentalism on the other hand is one's religious connotation that indicates unwavering attachment to a set of irreducible historic belief. In the west the church encountered the religious fundamentalism or conservative faith the church in the east often encountered the issue between the religious fanaticism of different religions hindu islamic fundamentalism hindu fundamentalism other religious fanaticism or fun, fan, fundamentalism or fanaticism is a threat to the common existence of religious traditions in the east especially the minority faith traditions or religions what we need to understand is that they are not equal or binary opposite religious fanaticism we see in other religions but what we have seen what we see in christianity is the conservative faith holding on to the historic belief and patterns of thinking The next thing I want to talk to you about is secular versus sacred. In the western world I have not found much gulf between secular and sacred. On the contrary, I have seen a huge difference between secular and sacred. The fundamental teachings of Bible does not differentiate between secular and the sacred. The work and the worship is same in the presence of an omnipresent God. In the Judeo-Christian worldview that difference is not very visible. In the Eastern religious thinking I have seen that gulf very visible among the Christian community. And maybe that is because of the minority feeling or because of the fear. And I also recently thinking in the direction of if this is not coming from the Judeo-Christian worldview or from the western christian worldview where did this come from is it coming from the hindu religious understanding of you know uh, sanyasa the culmination of faith that you leave everything that you have and you just go to a holy ground and you beg and basically you beg and leave in the american dream you know people are just dreaming for their retirement they save the year that they start working for their retirement that's part of american dream 
So living good at the end is what American dream for. Whereas an Indian conservative religious Indian may think of abstinence from everything, disconnection from everything and live a holy life. The sacred and secular differentiation comes from where? From which philosophy, which worldview? We need to rethink. There is no disconnection in the Judeo-Christian understanding. There is no disconnection in the in the western world view of sacred and secular the next thing i want to talk about is i want to talk about two other things the first, the next one is local and i call it tribal versus universal in the eastern church thinking there are many aspects of tribal or local culture which is part of the overall development of christian thinking the theological development of faith is not expressed keeping the global community in mind as one of my friend preaches when you are in the western world or leave us part of the american dream we don't have any better place to think about we don't have any better place to go we think from a universal framework we try to solve the global problems innovation for the humanity evangelism for the unreached world i just caught the word world and supporting the global mission when we deal with the mission in india and south asia or southeast asia we often use the use of the word tribal vocabularies tribal community based on you know community based researches the majority of the northeast and indian christian community think from a narrow minded framework and it is not much different from christianity in the southern part of india there are so many studies done within the tribal religious context i'm here not ignoring the benefit fact or beneficial fact of those researchers but the concern here is is most of it is not approached from a universal framework or has less universal significance what eastern church can learn from the western church is the emphasis of universality of religion and the mission of the spirit especially when the church in africa and church in asia is growing the growing population of christianity is no more going to be in us no more going to be in europe but it is in um, some of those countries that i mentioned so we are the people like the south uh, the people from south and southeast asia need to think from a global framework especially leave our tribal local understanding of faith to a universal framework evangelistic the last thing i want to talk about is evangelistic mode to a holistic model of mission Recently I was developing a mission model that is holistic in nature. Most of our historic mission model in the east are in a evangelistic mode. The criticism from the eastern religions are that Christianity is converting people of other faith. We have not yet free from evangelistic mode and I'm I'm not personally against conversion and it should be freely happen. Christian mission approach the personal social cultural and spiritual context not only from evangelistic framework but from a holistic framework 
the impact of our more model is very limited when we are in the evangelistic mode it takes the whole church to take the whole gospel to the whole world the western church mostly understands mission from a holistic mode it is not only deals with the spiritual aspects of a soul but economic health hunger relief etc so on and so forth there is no biblical dichotomy between the world spoke the word spoken and the word made flesh in the lives of god's people and they are interconnected feeding the poor educating the public justice compassion human right economic economic justice providing protection for the refugees dealing with developmentally disabled etc are some of the part of the holistic mission and it goes on and goes on feeding the poor sowing the seed is part of the holistic mission starting in hospital starting in school is part of the holistic mission we will be more accepted in the growing um in the context of conservative faith the eastern church will be more accepted if we move from evangelistic mode to the holistic model of mission May God bless you. Give me your feedback. And this is Binu Peniel, CaveNomic.com. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Please share. And I believe this will be a blessing for many. Thank you very much.